You're listening to DraftKings Network. segment we go over what happened in Aston Villa because apparently the English they know how to soccer better than we do but apparently they're punching their, their, their damn players also uh, we go over all the MLS games we go over flicking years uh, in Los Angeles which uh, it's it's kind of fun but you probably shouldn't do it this all sounds like a preschool in the second <laughs> F, in the second segment we talk we're doing another brunch episode we've got the amazing Susanna Collins and the amazing Jillian Sackovitz in studio with us wave at the camera ladies <laughs> We talked to them about a lot of stuff that's happening in MLS and just some of the stuff that's going on with the women in soccer and some of these dope videos they're putting up. That and more on this episode of The Cooligans! Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! Is good. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we got. I feel. I'm feeling extra Latino today. We're, we're gonna over Latino for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I think you, the, the the Latino isms are gonna be off the charts. That's because we had a sip of Country Club yesterday. <laughs> That's right, we did. Uh, there, yes, something's coming up very yeah. soon for Wait everybody. What's coming up? Nice baby. fun. Uh, we did a little photo shoot. Right, I had an Arizona for the first time in ten years. Happy to announce, no more sperm. It's all gone. <laughs> Done with it. Who yeah. needs it? <laughs> Who needs that stuff? Frankly, it's getting in the way of my yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. Right? Is it P? Is it not P? No one needs to ask anymore. Welcome uh, to the show, of everybody. Of course, this is how we start a soccer podcast. <laughs> uh, hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Cooligans Podcast. My name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerrero. We're drinking some water there. Sorry yeah, about that. That's right. We are your favorite stand-up comedians up here at the top of Madison Square Garden in New York City. At, at the Hackensack Meridian Held Stage 17. That's right. And this is not only the funniest soccer podcast that you are going to listen to right now. It, oh, no, it is, though. It is also what? What else is it? Bruh. It's the gulliest <laughs> soccer podcast. That's I, right, bruh. And I, somebody... I, I, Somebody whose name is bruh, they're like, whoa, he's talking uh, to me. What? <laughs> huh? <laughs> Rewind that, man. Uh, so, bruh. Um, uh, they finally got my letter. <laughs> that guy definitely sends letters. <laughs> I hope somebody's named bruh and listens to this show. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it might be, you can imagine, like, maybe some, like, Eastern European name is, like, bruh. Or bruh. Yeah. Bru- bru- or bru- or <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, this show. So dumb. Hello. Oh, uh, it's the smartest. <laughs> uh, fun show in store uh, today because we have uh, we're going to be talking a lot of the, uh, the MLS games. We're going to talk about some of the Champions League games that oh, are yeah. coming up and the uh, ones that happened last week. And we're going to be joined by Susanna Collins and Jillian Sakovitz uh, of Major League Soccer, uh, MajorLeagueSoccer.com, MLS Digital, Atlanta United, uh, Fox Sports. Everybody. Everybody is they involved. Too many, too many gigs. Too many jobs. Ladies, Leave some for us. Ladies, give us some jobs. Uh, we'll take it all the jobs. Just <laughs> one. We'll take one. <laughs> so uh, we're excited uh, because, uh, so the reason why I, get, I think we're in a good mood because we're still, uh, we still haven't gotten caught up on sleep after the 24 hour game uh, at Rockefeller Center the other day. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know why you said ooh, but. Because I slept like nine hours. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Actually, I didn't sleep much. I, I, I no? probably slept, at, I probably went to sleep at around four, uh, 
4.45 and woke up same at like around, 10 a.m. I just, I can't, I just can't oversleep me? anymore. I don't know what it is. My body's like, you know, you got to be up 9, <laughs> 10 a.m. Or, you know, even though, I mean, like we're speaking like comedians, like 9 a.m. is so early, <laughs> bro. There's parents right now like, wait a minute, you got three and a half hours? <laughs> la di da oh, Well, sir. damn, well rested. Uh, I woke up at 12.55. Wow. Yeah. Hell yeah. You're the by, reason I woke up is- You don't sleep as much as you hibernate <laughs> every, <laughs> every night. Yo, there was drool everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. My beard was crusted over <laughs> i was covered in drool i woke up because my wife was making noise and i'm like babe what are you doing you know, i'm trying to sleep she's like it's almost one o'clock she's like i swear to god you're snoring so loud you're waking you woke everybody up um and that, and that's a, a a perfect um uh impression of of your wife uh you're that not you're not doing a voice uncanny <laughs> but Tim yes. just put three and a half hours uninterrupted. Amazing. <laughs> Dude's got kids. He yawns a lot when you see him. So, uh, yes, if you don't know, we hosted the NYCFC 24-hour game. They, they did this last year that we, uh, this was the the the, the sandwich, uh, you know, the goal after the goal. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, you know, that video was very, it was a big hit. Pulled the sandwich out of my pocket, didn't even score. <laughs> I was celebrating with you. Exactly. You had scored. That's how you, you celebrate all my accomplishments that way. And you scored two last year, right? I scored two last year. Yes. Two. That's yeah. It's big. <laughs> well, well, you got to score two <laughs> and an assist this you, year. You got to score two this year uh, in the game, which uh, look, I mean, I don't, I, if people, if this video did not exist, I don't think people would believe people it. would believe it actually happened. It's not a chance in hell that anybody actually <laughs> still believes it happened. But there's no, only a video of one of them. It's only a video of one of them. So people believe that happened because you can't miss it. Yeah, right? and the re- and the other goal and the other assist is hearsay. We yeah. don't know. <laughs> yeah, really, mostly uh, he said, she said. I, think. I wish there was video of it because I scored them both while eating a very bad tuna sandwich. <laughs> uh, I don't. I'm not a big fan of tuna. Are you a fan of tuna? I'm not the biggest fan. Okay, uh, it's so bad that it looked like roast beef. That's what I thought it was when I picked it okay. up. Okay. Yeah, that's bad tuna, guys. Uh, it's not good tuna right there, folks. <laughs> but it was really fun, right? Yeah, we had a good time oh, doing we had that. A blast. Uh, shout out to. People said you got to up the game, right? We got to up up the stakes this year. That's right. We got to do something bigger than me pulling a sandwich out of my pocket. And I think we did it. Yeah. I think it was. If you didn't see the video, I mean, we could just say it because the video's up yeah, or whatever. Yeah, uh, we, we did a, a fun, little, fun little bit. Fun little prank. We did which, a little bit, which not everyone knew, right? Not not everyone knew no, what was only going like on. Two people knew what was happening. That's right. So uh, during the game, uh, Alexis, uh, you know, with those bad hammies, and we're not talking about the sandwich. Mm, uh, no, <laughs> I would have loved some bad ham instead of a, that terrible tuna. <laughs> so, uh, uh, terrible tuna. My nickname in high school, folks. I anyway. pulled, I pulled my boar's head. <laughs> oh man! Oh god! Somebody check my prosciutto. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need a physio oh. fast. <laughs> With a with a deli degree, yeah. <laughs> we need a Sula Maria. <laughs> so uh, you had pulled up right in the right center pitch. Did that on purpose, right? Yeah. We planned this out. We had a physio, aka Janner, yeah, came through with the with the fanny pack over his shoulder. That's right. Well, of course, we only use hipster doctors. All right, <laughs> if you ain't a hype beast, you can't be my doc. <laughs> you need to be wearing <laughs> joggers. I'm going to give me medical advice. <laughs> you, yo, what do you mean your pants ain't tapered, my guy? <laughs> then you need to get a batter here. Those what? Easy season is that? I can't have you be my doctor. So Janet comes through, gives me my medicine. That's right. Which happens to be a sandwich. And I hop right back up. <laughs> That's and right. everyone thought the bit was over. The bit was not over. As terrible as that sandwich was, I ate the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, and you're right. While eating you the are sandwich, committed, man. <laughs> yeah. You- <laughs> while eating the sandwich and holding a microphone. Yeah. 
your boy scored another goal and got an assist. That's right. I, I and I almost took some Asian girl's head off. <laughs> I legit whipped a cross at her like she was. 35 feet away from me. <laughs> she was all of two feet away. She ducked out of the way. I was well, like, yeah, but you know, it was pinpoint. That's all I'm trying to say. But uh, yeah, it was uh, exciting. I scored zero goals. Uh, That's the, right. The we team, had a bit. We had a bit. We'll wait for it. You want to you wanna say what it was or we'll wait for nah, it? No, it doesn't matter. Who knows? Maybe we'll do it next year. Who knows? Yeah. yeah so, uh, but stay the, tuned for that. Folks. The team that you were on was very good. You had like two dudes on the team that were just absolute ballers. Me? What was the other guy's name? <laughs> ah, two goals in the city. Yeah, it was. Uh, by the way, we only played for 15 minutes. And I would like to bring people back for all of our day ones, for all of our day ones listening right now who go all the way back. You may remember a little incident in which Christian had set up Cooligans FC. And after a couple of games, I was like, yeah, man, I think I might be interested in doing that. And Christian was like, no, we don't need your services. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we good. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is definitely before Alexis lost the, you know, 70 pounds. Okay? So it's a little different. He was in a little different shape. Okay. <laughs> Nonetheless, was still willing to play. There's a difference between being interested in uh, uh-huh. or intrigued by the idea of playing soccer. And uh, capable. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just because, you know, uh, you're, you're, you're slightly fascinated with uh, the idea it's very easy to like envision yourself you know it's like like they tell goal scorers like you gotta envision you with the ball behind the net right. this is you gotta picture yourself <laughs> winning the world cup you gotta envision for alexis you gotta envision yourself putting on the shoes you know <laughs> like, i don't <laughs> know slipping on the shirt there seems to be a lot of sweat in this in, in this vision of mine <laughs> so very challenging so uh well we did have a good time uh for the people who were there thank you for coming out so i know there were some people who signed up specifically because we were going to be there uh means the world it was cool to hang out uh, nice 2 a.m. bro. Very New York. You know how you know how how we do. I straight up gully. Whenever I want to hang out in, the, in in Manhattan, I'm like, yo. I told my homies, like, yo, let's go out to Rockefeller Center, right? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's where we all. That's, hang where out. The, that's where the trap house is at, <laughs> right? <laughs> and yo, watch yourself, yo. Put your pearls, my guy. And so we're we always, in Rockefeller Center. We're always like, ice, 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 skate. Let's go skate, yeah. skate, skating right yeah. there, right there. It's a couple feet away from us. Yeah. <laughs> yo, you want to go ice skating, my dude? Go hands. Yeah, I'm a little scared. <laughs> it's very slippery out there, okay? Uh, so we ha- But we did have a good time. So um, we always uh, like to start the show by showing love to the people who show love to us on iTunes. Oh, we, yeah. we surpassed 400 reviews, everybody. Thank yeah. you so much. You guys are the absolute best. Uh, now it's like the, the quest for four. Four, 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 five hundred. Four twenty. Where are you going? With this? <laughs> the quest for four hundred and ten, and then we stop. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, thank you for everyone who leaves a review, and, and you can leave a review on any. I don't know, whatever platform you use. Some people don't have iPhones, which like, yeah, I feel bad for you. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, but uh, I'm sorry that things are so go- going so rough in your life. I know, uh, man. <laughs> you rocking that Galaxy S four? Uh, <laughs> Not even allowed on airplanes with that joint. <laughs> Uh, it's a fire hazard, I think. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, if you have uh, the ability to leave a review on any, I know Stitcher and all these other stuff. Like, if you want to use use do that, feel free to do that. Uh, so, uh, I want to read a review over here. Uh, that uh, no, read it over here. <laughs> <laughs> that I have in front of me. Um, so here goes. Uh, oh, actually, you know what. You read a review. Re- read a review. Do you have a review that you I like? I do. Yeah, okay, yeah, go yeah. go go ahead. Because there's something else I want to read. Okay. All right. I want to read this review. It's from MLS Reddit. 
Oh, the whole rent. They all got <laughs> together. Don't do that individually. We need the individual ones. But it's pretty dope. MLS Reddit, who in the past Reddit, I don't think it showed us a lot of love. They still don't. They still don't. <laughs> they still well, we got a little bit. <laughs> Uh, this is uh, it's a five stars, obviously, because we ain't reading your your one star, your two star, your three star, or your four star. By the way, we got a lot of four star reviews. What are y'all doing? <laughs> Just give us five stars. Mm-hmm. So this is the the most only podcast you need. All, All right. right, there we go. Somebody listening. Throwback. Little red is listening. Little callback. <laughs> Cooligans is the Wegmans to Rogers Walmart. Okay. So now, th- now I just so, but finish the review. Okay. I have questions about this. Go ahead. Get your gully bucks now before the squad shows up <laughs> at your house with Alec Baldwin and his mother to film a commercial. <laughs> Hashtag shouts to us. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot there. That, all right. We, uh, I said last week, we got to unpack this one. Yeah, right? yeah this is another. <laughs> we're going to open this up and we're going to go one by one. So. I don't really know. I mean, Wegmans is not a New York. Uh, yes, it is. Oh, okay. So, Started in New York State. All right. Like Buffalo or Rochester, one of them two. All right. The so it's a New York brand. Nobody knows those places. Nah. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. You got one of the five boroughs. You know, even like Yonkers, I'll give you, but not Rochester. Uh, but all right. So Wegmans to Rogers Walmart, which is pretty dope. So Rogers Walmart, which is Bennett. that. Oh, got it. Oh, so I didn't. That's what that what, what confused okay. me. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. All How right. dope is that? That's pretty dope. All right. That's like a low key brat. You know what I mean? I'm down. Joe, maybe with a silencer. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That shit. By the way, sniper. We got sniper. I read did it. Did you know that's not how what silencers do at all? I, I know that. Yeah. You that's still get a movie. It just seems a very loud bang out of a silencer. <laughs> Was that movie where the assassins were shooting at each other from across the street, like? In a packed New York City. I don't remember the movie. Was well. No. No. It doesn't do that at all. <laughs> Nobody knows. It muffles the uh, the flame that punk comes out sometimes. Okay. That's uh, all it does. Anyway. Uh, get your gully bucks now before the squad shows up at your house with Alec Baldwin and his mother to film a commercial. Okay. This one I don't know. I don't get this reference at all. So the, is, it, the, is there a Walmart or Wegmans commercial or something like that that Alec Baldwin was involved in? With his mother? With his mother. <laughs> you bringing Alec Baldwin's mother in? It does, does his Mama mother, Baldwin? Is that where he gets that temper from? Yeah, probably, <laughs> yo. Imagine she just walked in with a bat. I'm like, yo. Like punching paparazzi. Yeah. You know? My, your mom, chill. The little pig that you are. <laughs> Shout <out to> Alec Baldwin. <laughs> So, uh, oh, okay. So, yeah, maybe uh, you let us know if clarify what that is. We would love to know. I want you to know we love it. We love it. Uh, so, was this review helpful? I just hit yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> you know, it, it actually enriched my life. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest. Thank uh, you. <laughs> I feel like I'm further along in my goals <laughs> after reading that. <laughs> I think that felt like a TED talk. I'm, I'm a little bit inspired, mm-hmm. to be honest. So, uh, I believe. <laughs> so uh, I, this is not a review. This is a tweet that we just received uh, a couple hours ago. Oh, this is this might be one of my favorite things ever. So this is uh, John in DC. This is J- at JN Howard seventy eight, uh, and he says uh, at Sakakulians, thanks for upping my life vocabulary. My wife and I welcomed a new baby girl to the world yesterday, and one of the things I said to her was, "Quote shouts to us, yo." <laughs> 
uh, still looking uh, for a good opportunity to re- to refer to my daughter as quote my guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks, fellas. Yo, congratulations, Yo, John. Shouts to you. Shouts to you. But also shouts to us. <laughs> shouts We've given you this beautiful new vocabulary. That's yo. right, and it's interesting. I mean, when when uh, uh, did ex- well, did exactly did he say shouts to us? You know, he could say it when the baby's born. He could say it during consummation. You know, it could be shouts to us. We we just had sex, you know? Yeah, shouts to us. I think it could be used in so many ways. Yeah, I finished. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Tim hit us up. Alec Baldwin was in a Wegmans commercial. Okay. I... See, we don't really get Weg- we don't get Wegmans ads. You nah, know, those are not. We pu- also we don't get commercials. We only get I only get Hulu commercials. While watching Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's like the, uh, you know, our Instagram ads are not really Wegmans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's well, not speak really- for yourself. <laughs> I get a lot of cured meat commercials. <laughs> I get you. Yeah, my, my Instagram ads are majority uh, soccer workout things, right? So any any soccer device or, or, or tool that can help you for your skills. Really? Yeah, I don't use any of these things, right? I don't, but, but because... I'm looking at and liking soccer related things. That, yeah. That's the majority of them. Uh, I don't get that. I legitimately get shoes that are easy to put on. <laughs> I get a lot of these shoes that are slip nice, on, but nice they don't vel- look slip nice on. Nice Velcro shoes. <laughs> <laughs> those, those, those Velcro Yeezys that we've been dying joints don't even look worth the beating. <laughs> I legitimately get shoes that Y'all, slip on. This heel is mad thick. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm walking on a cloud. <laughs> so. Uh, so thank- <laughs> my ankles stopped clicking. It's a lot of shit like uh, that. So yes, congratulations, uh, John, who's uh, I believe a DC United fan, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, John in DC. So, uh, Yo, John, shouts to us. Shouts to us for uh, doing a podcast you listen to <laughs> and ruining the beginning of your child's life. <laughs> your, your child is going to be poorly influenced. Uh, <laughs> I want to apologize now for the influence that we will 100 percent be. <laughs> your daughter's just going to be saying "coño." Where did that come from? Yo. Uh, also, uh, shout uh, shout to uh, Matt Haney uh, for this is so this came a couple weeks ago. This is dope. Yeah, this is the the uh, we're going to talk about Land United in a little bit because uh, the, you know that that team is falling apart. You know, yeah, th- definitely th- just as positive as everybody wants. <laughs> they were just they won MLS Cup and now they've chosen to just absolutely collapse. It's a it's a thir- third year syndrome. Like yeah. they're, they're the LN United is the Mourinho of uh, of MLS, right? So the uh, we got a, a, a 2018 MLS Cup champion scarf from Matt Haney, a uh, fan of the show, who we met in Atlanta when we were in uh, doing the World Cup comedy tour with Total Soccer Show. We had bumped into him. Uh, in um, in the in the All Star store in the hotel that they, they had created the shop right uh, for and they they had Juventus jersey and MLS All Star jersey. I remember we met him. And he, yeah. he was super way more excited to meet uh, uh, Daryl and Taylor than oh was. yeah. <laughs> I remember this. Hey, what's up, guys? Whoa! Whoa, who are these guys? Who's that behind you? Well, get out of the way, fat guy. He was that close to saying exactly that, right? Uh, But no, great dude. Uh, We met him uh, at MLS Cup as well. We were were hanging out with him in the Gulch, uh, and he was like, hey, uh, uh, I think think before, I think he, before the team won, it might have been, he might have said, yo, I'm going to send you a scarf if, if, uh, 
they win. I didn't even know if he said if they win. He was like, when they win, I'm going to send you a scarf. Yeah, he was a little bit like, yo, <laughs> just to get out of the way of talking to you guys because I want to talk more. <laughs> but uh, great dude. Thank you. He, he sent a card and it says, uh, uh, it says, cool again. He said, here's a new Atlanta United scarf to help keep the studio the gulliest. Hope to see you at a game or two this year. No doubt, man. That's we'll, dope. We will be back uh, in Atlanta. We're, oh, we're coming to Atlanta. Uh, it'll be it'll be fun. Uh, we got some some planned uh, yeah. soon. So, okay, the uh, let's get to soccer. Let's get to the show and talk about uh, a couple things. Um, do you want to start with the championship? That was a pretty big. I think we should start with that. Um, yeah, what happened with Graylish? Yeah. yeah. Great, which great, greatest. I mean, he sounds like a Harry Potter character, right? This should <laughs> this should be in. This is a Game of Thrones. Uh, well, you I, are waving a, a twig at me when you say <laughs> it, so it makes sense. But it's very, uh, it's just the name. You know, sometimes these these uh, English names they feel so like his name feels like an ad for the last season of Game of Thrones. You know, what I mean, it's just, like if you wrote his name like and you submitted that script, someone would be like, it's a little racist, <laughs> yeah. it's a little discriminatory. It's a little too. I mean, really, yeah, no, have to- Jesus, right on. <laughs> The nose. <laughs> yeah. Jack Grealish uh, plays for Aston Villa uh, in the championship. Uh, they had uh, a match against uh, Birmingham City. Uh, and they're the reason we normally do not talk about the championship unless it's Jack Harrison. Uh, body and dudes. Uh, it's, it's how happy I do. I feel whenever I see Jack Harrison embarrass some of these championship fools. It's like, dude, we bird them. Yeah. Leeds, I believe, is in second or third in the championship. Um, I think they're in second right Marcelo now. Marcelo Bielsa led. Leeds. Dude, they're gonna Jack Harrison is gonna be in the Premier League. Bielsa is gonna manage Jack Harrison. <laughs> Jack, I hope Jack. My hope is that he stays with the team. Because he's getting real minutes. Yeah, he's starting to get a lot more minutes now. Uh, I watched the game, and I watched the game, I believe they had against Norwich. Shouts to Toby, mm-hmm. a huge Norwich fan. And there's a Cuban on there who's a That's who's right. a, who's a center forward. Ah, uh-uh, ah, we coming for everybody. Aquí viene lo cubano. Se murió And, dude, he didn't look great. He didn't look great in that game, and they subbed him out at the half, which wasn't good. So it's nice to see him actually get... Minutes again. Yeah. He, I don't think he has the full trust. He, he's he's being he's jo- earning it. Though. He's being Jonathan Lewis right now. Ooh, you know what I mean? You don't want to get Lewis. <laughs> you don't want to get Lewis. But uh, so we're talking about uh, Jack Grealish because there was a uh, fan during this game, which is a derby. It's a very intense uh, intense in, in r- rivalry at that. And uh, a fan just ran onto the pitch, uh, you know, uh, in the middle of the game and, and punched Jack Grealish. Actually, he missed. He forearmed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he caught, yeah. I mean, he, he didn't connect, like, fully. Thank he, God. No, he was, like, the Serge, what was it, the Serge Ibaka fight with, uh, I forgot who was the other dude he fought. Chris. Chris something, right? Something sure, Chris. No, last, last name is Chris with two S's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, like, Ibaka swung and missed, but the Chris had, like, connected. Yeah. But this was, I mean, obviously, a, a fight between two players is incredibly different than a yeah. fight with a fan running on the on the pitch. Although it was that. pretty impressive, Grealish went down. I was like, "Come on, give that guy a record." Wait a minute, that's a <laughs> it's a civilian, you know. He thought like, hey, you're oh. not wearing the right clothes for the game. What are you doing? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Give the guy a record. Don't rest that man. <laughs> yeah, uh, look, and obviously everyone, uh, everybody's uh, unequivocally condemning uh, this kind of stuff. But I'm sure, there's one but, person out there who's like, "Well, I mean, come on, right?" But it, I, well, there were like some fans that were cheering it on uh, when when the guy was taken off the pitch by the stewards. But right, how how crazy was it? You saw all the 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 Villa players. Uh, circling this dude like, yo, if there weren't a couple stewards there, 
It would have been. <laughs> I would have felt bad, but that steward, yo, like should not have got. He should have pushed the dude, not tackled him. He okay. should have pushed the dude into the players. That dude should have gotten cleated the f up. Yeah, yeah. That's not. <laughs> you need that. Uh, uh, like banning him for life is one thing, sure. And I'm, I mean, maybe it's smart. Maybe now they he can't sue the players or whatever. But a lesson should have been taught right in that moment. That's the first and last time a fan runs onto the field. Yeah. So, th- bro, you're taking the force of some really big quads <laughs> whipping at your face. Yeah. Those are much th- uh, thicker hammies. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would have, I would have unleashed on the guy. Yeah. I mean, how, how, uh, and people were like, yo, props to the players for the composure. Composure. <laughs> you do just got pushed in the face. Yeah. I composure looked- time. Done. <laughs> we could close that book. That, was, that, off to the that was pre-punch. Yeah. Composure. Yeah, yeah. Was. Oh, no, po- composure <laughs> until the punch. And then all of a sudden, for some reason, the clock says it's gully o'clock. <laughs> No, uh, just crazy. And I think the reason uh, I I wanted to talk about this, it's just because of the, I think there's, there's still that, that arrogance that England does soccer the right way. Right. And it's like, there's so many examples. Or people are like, oh, Argentinians, they're monsters. Exactly. Right. They look down on everyone else, but there's still so many examples of really, really terrible fan behavior. Uh, Remember the the Everton fan who got his face entirely slashed up? Yeah. uh, yeah, A couple weeks ago. This was during, I think, a Carabao Cup match. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason. Could you imagine having to explain that to someone? (laughs) No, it's a, uh, it's an energy drink. Uh, no, no, it's a very important ma- yeah. match. It's like, you but know, it's like a bootleg one is named after a bull, but it's not the one you're thinking of. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah. It's just crazy. I think that was Millwall. Yeah. It yeah. Was, but, yeah first of all, of course it was no, Millwall. Yeah. <laughs> which Millwall won that game. Yeah. Oh my God. Everton Twice. lost again. <laughs> Everton took two L's. They, uh, they think were, I got an L across his face. Okay. Well, that's not, we don't need to do that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Go back to the guy. Uh, so the, uh, uh, the, 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 what I've heard is that the, the, the suggestions of uh, like what FA and, uh, you know, is that they should, uh, to, to stop this from happening is to, to either demote, uh, or, you know, demote Birmingham, uh, or, uh, deduct points, uh, you know, oh, points should a hundred percent be deducted played, uh, in, in front of uh closed door, closed door stadium. Uh, so I'm, it's interesting, like how, because of one fan, how much should the rest of the fans be punished? Uh, uh, something has to be like uh, an example has to be made. So yeah. it doesn't happen again. Right. Yeah. And so it's gotta be, it's just gotta be like a very like grievous. You know what I mean? It's gotta be like big. Yeah. It's gotta, whatever happens has to be like so bad that you're like, I, okay. Yeah. I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, but, you know, I'm not, no more punching grievous, even though I might really want to punch him. I yeah. just, I feel like it, people let's go, be honest. Dude's a little punchable. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yo, for him to come back and score the winning goal. Exactly. Man. And someone was like, yo, Ryan could have started if he ran to the other end. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I would have been like, what now? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the, the fact, the idea of getting, uh, demoted, usually that's like, uh, you know, a team paid off a referee or like some intense corruption or like, uh, when, uh, Rangers were in administration, like their, their team folded essentially. Yeah. So, so like the, the people that took over the brand after that had to start from the fourth division. Exactly. So uh, it seems like a, a big decision coming up. I, you know, I don't, I don't think it will go as far as them being brought down to to uh league league what league one league one uh but 
Put him in the conference, yeah. Something's something's gonna happen. So uh, if you haven't seen the video, it's just it's just insane. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so by the way, Birmingham even came out and was like, "Yo, we're not cool with that." Like everyone is saying, that's not what to do. And I just think that a sign, uh, as, you know, an example has to be set. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's talk. Which about- also begs the question: What happens if that were to happen in MLS? You can't. You're going to UPSL. Like you can't <laughs> imagine. Imagine. Uh, no, I mean it would. You, I would. I'm gonna like. I could be like, oh, it's gonna be closed door. I'm like, well, that's not gonna affect yeah. a lot of teams, right? <laughs> it's gonna be. I think some of the games are already. Wow, closed was that right? a Chicago reference? <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're trying. They're yeah, trying they are best, trying. Man. And they look good. They look pretty fun. Yeah. Um, I think what you could do is take away all their TAM, but no one knows exactly how much TAM. <laughs> You're like, we're taking away a million dollars worth of TAM. And everyone's like, ooh, wait, should we ooh to that? Is that a yeah, lie? We're taking away your draft picks. What? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Oh, what no. Gonna, what am I going to do? Oh, no. We feel so bad. Um, Don Garber's like, why are you smiling? <laughs> we just can't stop for some reason. Uh, so let's talk about uh, a couple of things. We'll, t- we'll, talk, we'll talk about a bunch of the games uh, in a bit, but let's. So let's talk about let's talk about LAFC and Portland because uh, a, a very fascinating thing happened in this game. We can talk about the game itself, right? They were uh, LAFC. This this uh, it was like this this rivalry that nobody is talking about, right? Where right. like the clearly, if you don't, you remember it started uh, for a reason. Last yeah. year, we were talking about the U.S. Open Cup game between the Timbers and LAFC. Diamond and, and uh, uh, Adama Diamande. Diamande. Uh, he had. Uh, claimed that someone uh, used a racial slur against him uh, during the game, and uh, but he didn't say who it was. Uh, Timbers did not uh, say that they were responsible or said it would happen. They basically said like, "We don't know what MLS happened." MLS investigated, and they're like, "We looked into it." Yeah, and it's been looked into. Yeah, <laughs> and then so, official statement over. <laughs> <laughs> that was basically what what happened. So whether that was uh, whether people feel that was mishandled or not. Uh, that's up to you. We sort of feel like it kind of was, but regardless, um, the, it, it was it was like that weird thing where it was a U.S. Open Cup game. MLS didn't know whether it would like get involved or not, but they ended up doing so. So regardless, uh, no details were like kind of shared. We don't know who said what. We don't know why it was accurate. We don't know if, if Diamande misheard something or not. Or whatever. We have no idea. He didn't make. He didn't double down and say what happened. So whatever. Nobody said anything. So th- this is boiling, right? Because nothing was <laughs> resolved. Right. And then they play this game. So clearly there's uh, the, the the thing I don't, this is what I don't like the, uh, about the way soccer is covered here, where if something like that happened in any other sport, the rematch is talked about, right? There are at least the up. anticipation to it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's, you know, there's all these articles come out, people on TV. How are they going to react? Reporters. Okay. Yeah. And so th- wouldn't that- it be brought up, you know, like people will <laughs> yeah. ask appropriate questions. You yes. know what I mean? And uh, LAFC went in with that, with that energy. A little right? chip on their shoulder. <laughs> they went in. Diamond being- was like, oh, I'm a score. Yeah. <laughs> and he did exactly that. And, and, and you know, it was on his mind because after he did score, he did the, the black power fist. Yeah. Uh, to, to the three, two, five, two. Uh, and I'm just like, yo, shout him. Yo, he's, he's, he's doing he, that's how you get back, right? Yeah, he's talking on the field. Yeah, he's not saying anything. He's just, uh, uh, you know, he even scoring goals. Even that thing like, hey, we all know what happened. Fine. 
I'll shut my mouth. Yeah. Watch. Kind of what he said. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. And and the Timbers uh, got rocked four to one. Four to one. Uh, so somebody. And know, he set up Vela's goal, too. That's right. So the dude was like, I'm going to even assist out here. <laughs> he did almost as much as I did at the NYCFC 24-hour game. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I don't know why they uh, didn't put the highlights in MLSsoccer.com. You know what? <laughs> they should. <laughs> um. But go check out their Instagram or check out their Twitter because there's a slow motion of me celebrating <laughs> a goal. And that's never happened to me in my life. But anyway, yeah. back to more most slow motion is just you at regular speed. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at him taking that pizza out of the toaster oven. Uh, the way he admires it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the class, the grace. Clearly not hot enough for him. <laughs> so the uh, uh, but the game was incredibly entertaining, especially if you're an LAFC fan of uh, getting uh, four goals. They were just they bodied them right. Mark Anthony K scores the first goal. Uh, they uh, and and good for him, right? He was uh, I think he had an ankle injury last year. He missed the the the, the like the last third of the season. Uh, he was very disappointed, and and uh, he also just got called up to the Canadian national team to play yeah. in uh, uh, I believe a Nations League game or something like that. That's so dope. shouts to him. Uh, so. The um so the main obviously the main thing in this game uh was Diego Chara Diego Chara right uh Diego he he the flickered around the world <laughs> man mainly in Diego Rossi's ear yeah. right <laughs> he heard it I think louder than most yeah so uh Diego Chara gets a yellow card for an obvious just a terrible time and this is he, he did it in front of the in front of the in front of the ref no no but he got a, the first yellow card which is a I mean, but this is why you have Diego Char on your team. The dude is a, just a machine yeah. out there. Uh, he's not, he's not, he's looking for the ball. He doesn't see any human beings around it. He right? could care less. <laughs> he's like, all I know is that, that foot is in between me and that ball, <laughs> but I'm still sliding towards that ball. <laughs> so Diego Char gets that first yellow. Uh, so you would, especially for a guy that came a very defensive minded play, you would think he would be a bit more cautious and he generally is, but he, he did. I'm pretty sure most people would consider a flick of the year sort of a, a playful thing. Yes. But it's the hand of the face. The, yeah, which is your ears part of your face. Yeah. I, which yeah. I, in, MLS, in soccer rules, that's how it is. That's how it is. <laughs> Some people say ear is part of your head. But nah. But the, Remember MLS when is, Kaka did that thing where he grabbed the player's face, pretending to mess with him, and he got well, a red card? Well, his face right there. You said the word face. So this yeah, face, face is done. It. Boom, out. <laughs> but now you can't touch players' ears. No, nah, you can only touch skin that has hair on it. <laughs> Like you could rub another player's head, you could grab by the back of the head. Yeah. Neck, back. Front neck, back. Back neck. My neck, good. my back. Yeah. Uh, Leg, yeah. my, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 we're not doing that. No, uh, no. Yeah, you're definitely getting a red card for that. Okay. And uh I, we, we don't have to tell the VAR we have to stop watching it. Yeah, no, sir. <laughs> sir, you need to get yeah. back to work. Where did that saxophone player come from? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness yeah. so yes he flicked his ear and uh in, in a very juvenile uh you know back, back of the classroom this is like this is what i would imagine uh, alexis guerreros was like in high school 100 <laughs> percent. this was the lightest form of bullying this is the type of bullying that's still allowed you know what i mean like this isn't gonna ruin a kid's future you're just messing with him a little bit you know uh but yeah, you, he flicked the back of Diego Rossi's ear. But people are are shading Rossi for falling on the floor. Yes, uh, and no, I, that's what you do. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's funnier the fact that he fell so dramatically. Yes, <laughs> but he did. He did you gotta do that. Sell it. He did do that. But 
on uh, it's more I, I would blame Diego Chara more because not only did he do this, but he did this literally right in front of the referee. In front of the, the referee. referee is is literally looking at him. The referee's Look- like, Did you just flick him in the air? <laughs> He's like, You gonna make me do this, really? Like Bruh, you know I don't wanna do this. <laughs> because this is incredibly chara. Like, it's like Diego, you know better. I know. <laughs> How Diego on Diego crying. Okay. <laughs> we don't need that. Okay? We, we're trying to stop it. <laughs> we're gonna get give you yeah. know. Trump, another talking point. <laughs> right? <laughs> Valeri's waiting right there. <laughs> so many Diego's in this game. <laughs> so, uh, really absurd. I mean, I, I, I've never seen this in, uh, I've never seen a flick of the ear. I mean, I, we know we've seen- It's happened before. We've seen it, but I've never seen- they get a red card. I've never seen it be called in MLS, especially in the in the age of VAR. Yeah, this is you know the the goosing, yeah, the ear flicking. You goosing. Know? I'm glad we're getting out of the game. <laughs> it's difficult to continue to do these things because yeah. that you know there's an eye watching every game. Yeah, this is uh, it's tough. Yeah, this is tough to watch because you're just like this has nothing to do with the game. <laughs> this is a really dumb reason for Portland to go down a guy. Yeah. Stuff, yeah, uh, and obviously the game was already uh, they, they were already like ha- having a tough time, but losing your best defensive player, uh, arguably, yeah, I wouldn't even say arguably, the, you're using, losing your best defensive player is gonna give you, a, you're gonna have a pretty tough time going forward. Yeah, yeah, you will. So, uh, but uh, yeah, LAFC did uh, did their thing, uh, four to one, and they're looking like uh, I would say the, probably the. Probably the best team in the league right now after two games. I mean, I don't know. It's not too crazy to say. Or at the very least, Carlos Villa is looking the best is looking sure. like the uh, the MVP, uh, the potential MVP. Uh, it's not uh, bad for someone who just wants to get back to watching basketball. <laughs> for him, he's playing. He's very good at his least favorite sport. So, <laughs> so uh, let's talk real quick about DC United because they were in a uh, a bit of a uh they were they played NYCFC in a, a pretty a fairly dull game nil nil this was uh it was at a baseball stadium and we had a shutout we had a pitcher's duel basically uh both goalkeepers were incredible Sean Johnson and Bill Hamid uh just stood on their heads it was just they made uh, both incredible saves it was, it was incredibly impressive yeah, but it's not the same as uh, uh a nil nil game it's not the same as a, a pitcher's duel, you know, a, uh, you know, a, a baseball game that it goes into the ninth zero zero or something like that. It's, it's, it's like, there's some tension with the baseball game because every single pitch feels like you, you want them to, to, to hold on to the shutout. It's a duel. Yeah. That's not, you don't want that. In you soccer. In soccer, it is the complete out. It's just a, a fairly dull game with a couple cool saves. Yeah, that's not, <laughs> it's not fun for anybody. Yeah. Especially if it's still drizzling a little bit in the stands. <laughs> I got to the game late. I got to the game after the first half. Yeah. And I got, I feel like I didn't really miss much. You did not. You missed a, a, a couple amazing saves from Sean Johnson, but that's about it. Uh, the, the reason we're talking about uh, this game in particular is because there was an issue with uh, Flow Sports. Remember we talked about Flow Sports last week? Yeah. Uh, the, the premier uh, menstruation uh, calendar app <laughs> yeah. uh, for, for female athletes. Which, by the way, how dope is that? <laughs> that the girl from the Progressive commercial owns her own... <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, I think she'd do a better job of running one. <laughs> but no, apparently they were they were um, so a, a lot of the a lot of the teams are uh, moving away from regular broadcasters to go to streaming right. only. This is it, wave of the future, wave of the future, and the future is buffering. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the future is a spinning beach ball. <laughs> so Flow Sports during their their first game. For DC United, that they're uh, broadcasting locally because the la- last week's game was on um one was on ESPN right um 
they they've had they have technical issues. This is not the time to have technical issues. But see, I didn't watch this on on Flow, so I don't know, and I missed all of this conversation. But what exactly happened? So the stream just went down. I know they didn't send anybody, so it was just the game. Like they didn't really send any like uh, color commentators or anything. Uh. No, I don't think so. Right. Yeah. They, they, I don't know if they have like a, uh, oh, you mean sent to New York. Yeah. People were complaining. I saw that. People were complaining about that on, on Twitter. They didn't send somebody three hours <laughs> <laughs> yeah, up, a, for, up 95. Fairly, yeah. It's a fairly short commute. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's not a hard one to do. <laughs> also, you could have hired us. <laughs> you know how easy that would have been? Yeah. We, we live here. Buddy. Uh, and here's the thing. Like. I know some people are like, yo, if you're going to talk about soccer during a game, you want some experience. I just scored two goals and an assist. <laughs> two of those things were while I ate a sandwich. <laughs> so who's better to talk about the game? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's our resume right there. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird because the, the flow sports anchors will probably have to be pro DC United or speak positively about DC United. But you forget that if we get paid, we will be pro whatever, <laughs> whoever pays us. <laughs> We're very open about this. <laughs> so it would be, uh, look, but at the very, like, it, they didn't have announcers, but they also didn't have a stream working, right? So the stream wasn't working. So the announcers wouldn't have we're, helped. We're not, we're not bringing the quality down. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> if anything, we probably, you would have been able to hear her voice and just not watch the game, which at the end of the day, if it's a nil nil, that's probably a win win. <laughs> so, uh, so unfortunate, right? Uh, I hope that flow sports sorts this out. DC United put out a statement. So did slow. So did flow sports. Uh, but this is not the thing you want to see, especially when more and more teams are going into this model. Flow Sports just put up a picture of a guy holding a lot of wires and it says technical difficulties. <laughs> that was a, do- a dog biting on, uh, you know, a cable on the, or like with a, with a plug uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> unplugged or whatever. So, uh, so there's, uh, w- uh, what was the other thing I wanted to talk about? Um, the, Oh, I just want to mention Minnesota United winning two games on the road. Uh, on the road. That's uh, double the amount of games they won on the road last year, ever in their history <laughs> until this year. So they win uh, against um, uh, San Jose, right? Uh, which is, is San Jose the, 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 is San Jose the Minnesota United of uh, MLS now? Or is San Jose San Jose of uh, 2018, right? I think San Jose has not stopped being San Jose. Well, like you would uh, with uh, Pelado on me, that right? We all, we're all excited. I thought LA Galaxy and San Jose were gonna like immediately kind of like right the ship and everything's gonna be fine. Uh, but San has Jose, not happened. Yeah, San Jose still looks uh, like they're having a tough time. Even Wondolowski went, you know, shot the ball wide. I'm like, you're not playing Belgium, bro. <laughs> yes, don't keep re- reliving that that moment. Uh, but some uh, fans were were a little surprised at um, uh, Adrian Heath's uh, comments after the game because they, a, a lot of people are when, when uh, they're, when Minnesota is doing well, uh, they're, they're a little bit like um, they're, they're, they basically just put it on him and say like, why weren't you doing this last year? Uh, and you can tell he's clearly annoyed. Remember we saw him at MLS, at, at, at MLS draft. We were talking to somebody from Minnesota United and he was like, no, get, get over here. Stop talking. To yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, enough of that. They're like, you're working. Get over here. <laughs> so, uh, but you can tell he was like agitated, but just by the question, cause he, I'm sure he's tired of but he, the thing was, he's like, I, I don't, it's not like I know anymore. I've always known this. Yeah. But you just he, ain't giving me the right ingredients to cook a good meal. Yeah. He basically said like, Look, no, we just needed the players. We just that, and that's all, all it was. Uh, and it, it's it's a little. Di- I guess it's a little bit of uh, 
weird to hear that because you're also just like totally shitting on the players you had last you're just year. Them yo, under my the players bus. last year were trash. Yeah, you saw that. I was talking to the board yeah. and I was yeah. like, yo, why are you giving me all these trash players? Yeah. You saw how bad we were? That's them playing better <laughs> than they could on their own. You know Adrian, what I mean? A, uh, and the, like, uh, the rest of the staff is like, Adrian, can you just not have this conversation in the locker room with the players <laughs> yeah. here? <laughs> also, why are you pointing at the players you're talking about? It's really rude. Uh, we could use a little discretion <laughs> yeah, at this yeah. moment. Be a bit more subtle, though. You know? So, uh, so you, he's he's just like an angry, agitated man. He's just like, so he almost used their he, government. He, you know, he, he almost started naming them. Guy, write this down. <laughs> he's just like, uh, I, I, I like his his uh, his attitude a little bit. I don't know how his connection with the fan base per se, but uh, it is. He, you can tell he's just like he's on. This might be his last year if the if it if they don't do well if they don't make the playoffs. And yeah. I did and I did mention before the season started. I said. I think Minnesota might actually make the playoffs this year. I had a I've good feeling. That. You see, yeah, Ico Ico Parra there, uh, uh, and and just having having a stronger uh, the defensive core feels good. All right, feels so, good. Uh, so we're gonna uh, wrap up this segment, and we're gonna come back uh, with Jillian uh, Sakovitz and Susanna Collins, and uh, and we'll be talking about Atlanta United. The the you know the board because Jillian works there not just because that's our favorite team because we have a scarf out <laughs> here no it we have to that. ask her about yeah. you know the Frank Franky gates yeah <laughs> FTB uh, and uh, how they all feel about so this a couple stuff. the couple Frank out <laughs> already all right so we'll be right back after this. Hey everybody, before we get to our interview with Susanna and Jillian, who are standing, uh, sitting right next to us, uh, we want to mention the, uh, who's sponsoring the show today, it's us! You, it's, it's us, you, it's, it's us. all of us! It's all of us together, <laughs> Gully Squad, make sure you join Gully Squad if you want to uh, be a part of you, that, that super secret Facebook group that uh, may, may or may not exist. May, may, we, nobody we don't know. Knows. They don't, nobody knows. I mean, I, maybe I post, maybe I don't. Maybe <laughs> funny stuff happens and then you're missing it. Uh, also, if you want to, for a bunch of fun stuff, you want to play us in FIFA. Or, or, also, if um, uh, we're going to be giving away a, a little welcome gift to all the Gully Squad members. Well, we got a Gully Squad gift coming out. So you want that, you got to join. You got to join uh, before the end of the month. So make sure you do that. Go to SoccerCooligans.com slash Gully Squad. You can support the show. You can ask questions. You can have, uh, you can ask questions to Suzanne and Jillian. Who knows, Please right? ask us some questions. <laughs> we'll answer. Yeah. But you got to be in Gully Squad to do that. So go to... Uh, SoccerCooligans.com slash Gully Squad. Hit join. Give us as much as you possibly can. Forget about your kids' braces. You know what I mean? <laughs> they don't need them. They don't need them. You know, I moved to England. <laughs> you know what I mean? That'd be all right. <laughs> but honestly, thank you for all the people who've joined. And if you want to join, go to SoccerCooligans.com slash Gully Squad. You guys are the best. Yeah, baby, we're back! We are back. Uh, excited. Yeah. <laughs> Take two. Yeah, no, we didn't do this before. <laughs> no, my mic all. was on, I swear. Uh, <laughs> yes, the gang is back together. Look at us. Oh, we're doing it. Look at that. And they brought us snacks. This Look at is beautiful. Uh, I got a cutting board, which is, is a little fancy. That was, that was Jillian. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Last She's actually had things to do since eight. She hosted a panel. This week in MLS. <laughs> I had nothing to do until we got here. So the least I can do okay. is bring this. You She's guys so rolled thoughtful. out the food last time and that had me thinking yes, that I was did. hungry. So I, I, I needed to let it go to waste. I get guess in you, there. You, you picked up some of that Southern hospitality. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> They've trained me to be a little bit nicer in Atlanta. Okay. Well, are you, were, were you not nice prior to that? You can always be nicer. Um, right? She's a New Yorker. Yeah. She's not, she's not, she's not nice. 
Just, yeah, you know, but, just I mean, room for, for improvement. For, for New Yorkers, Direct. I prefer to be as forward as possible. When I'm in the South, I find out that's not how they like to do things. Now. Like, they I smile like this. Uh-huh. I can't necessarily imagine Jillian Sackovitz like bumping into someone in New York, being like, "Hey, I'm walking here." I would, I would love. You to You should see, see that. me before I eat this. <laughs> if I haven't had my cheese, I'm a different woman. I've yeah. seen, I've seen Jill my... hangry. Hangry, hangry, hangry Jill. Is... Hangry Jill is a different Jill. Yeah, I'm the same way, bro. Aren't we all? If I ain't got my Coffee. Everyone's getting it. I'm not. I'm not that way at all. I, I can be hungry for. What very, happened your voice all of a sudden? I don't know. I don't know what happened to my voice. <laughs> oh, it was all like an echo. That explains why you stay so slim, really. Because I hate food. Yeah. <laughs> he is. He's anti-food. And, and I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> I love food and hate myself, so it all works out. So for self-love, guys. Yeah. Let's welcome our a little too much and nice. Our guest right, to the show. <laughs> <laughs> welcome our guest to the show uh, of Major League Soccer. Uh, both of you work for Major League Soccer. Yes. I, I, we we were just joking before you guys got here. You guys have like 18 jobs. Uh, yeah. You have too many jobs. <laughs> Save one. Uh, for Save one, one for us. us. Believe me, that's not the goal. <laughs> you guys know. Yeah. <laughs> we're also, tired. Also, we're we're well aware that none of the folks that have hired you would ever consider hiring us. You so, never know. So never just say never. Never say never, Alexis. Careful what you wish for. Is that what you're exactly. saying? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so introduce our guest, Alexis. Ladies and gentlemen, unless you're driving, and if you are, pull over. Put that joint on emergency. Lights, <laughs> put that thing on lockdown. Put your jewel down. Yeah, hell yeah. Because you need both your hands free so you can put your hands together for the two, the only, <laughs> Susanna Collins and Jillian Sacraments, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, we're d- uh, doing it. We, so last year we had uh, brunch. We Bru- need a name for yeah. you guys. We're the Cooligans. You oh, so, so Rox Fontaine. Who is one oh, of the NYC SC fans? Yes. He came up with Run JSC. Yeah, Run JSC. And we, I kind of dig it. Okay. I don't know. I feel like it fits. Yeah, I like I, it, it minus the C. We just don't have the C. I know. Well, I'm but the, I, I guess it, it. You can share the S, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Susanna and Sakovitz could yeah. be uh, exactly, right. exactly, and then C, C is Collins, so it's sort of both. The S is like the unifier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. Right, it is. It's, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it could be a nice little logo with the S. But we're we're open. We're open to suggestions. Yeah. Give What's us some- the Rooney Acosta one? I can never say Lucharoo. it. Lucharoo. Lucharoo. So yeah. I would love something around, along those lines, even though I heard people being like, it has to end. I was like, even though it's hard to say, I, I like that one. What about it's Suzillian? Good. Suzillian? Suzakovitz. Suzillian. Suzakovitz. <laughs> Suzakovitz think- sounds like a guy who only scores with headers. You know what I mean? got no skill in his foot whatsoever. A center back. Just a big <laughs> Baltic. It's perfect. Could be an ancestor. Mine. True. Seriously. So how how have you guys been since the last time you were on the show? Right. You guys are you guys are everywhere. You got I know Jillian has been traveling a whole bunch mm-hmm. of you. Uh, yeah. Any particular. Things that come to mind since I think the last time you were here was around I think April or May, so if I remember yeah. correctly. So it's been about a year, and if it gives you any indication how much we've been traveling, uh, we both are sharing our first Delta One upgrades for you Woo! as of late. Okay. Platinum status, we're, baby. Uh, we talked about that a lot this yes. week. Yes. <laughs> I see my oh. scale going, and it's like only forty-eight billion points until you get to <laughs> silver. And I'm like, we oh. were we were each other's biggest cheerleaders in this endeavor, like getting yeah. the platinum screenshotting status. our Delta. Like, yeah, like every really flight. Sad. It was yeah. Like, we're almost there. But you guys are very boarding exciting. first. This is amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I just wear an army great. outfit, having never <laughs> been in the armed forces. Oh, wow. Hey, let's see. Oh, no, Stolen Valabra? Stolen Valabra. But I'm only going to my seat. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, boy. 
<laughs> no comment from uh, from well, Susanovitz. Susanna <laughs> I'll let the Susanna go first with what she's been up to. Because yeah, Felicity. Um, man, I mean, it's just been since I've been pretty much all over the the country. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what the cool thing, and also the exhausting part of my job is that I wear many hats at MLS. So yeah. during the playoffs, I was basically on the road the entire time serving as an on-field reporter. So I was doing like more of the sideline stuff. But yeah. then I've been hosting the BTW show um, that Heineken is back on board for this season, which cool. is very cool. And that's more of like the off-the-field kind of stories, fun, featurey pieces with, uh, I think we talked about my Schweinsteiger episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Last yeah exactly. So okay. all of that. Um, and then on top of that, all the studio content that we're doing. So MLS has these brand new sparkly studios. That's right. And we've been doing big recap shows um, at the end of the weekend. So it's, you know, it, you're like I said, you're just wearing a ton of hats. I have a, I have a particular question of something that uh, when FC Cincinnati uh, during the draft, yes. they, their expansion draft, you had a great moment uh, that I made a fun little clip of <laughs> <laughs> because you uh, were speaking. I forgot his name, but the president of the team. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and you went to uh, you were congratulating him or, or something. You, you sort of raised your hand and he gave he you the weirdest. It was a high five. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was one of these hands. And I do like by my own fault like I talk with my hands quite a bit and I kind of like did one of these and I think he thought that I was going for the high five but I wasn't and then I kind of saw him go in for the high five and I didn't want to make him feel bad so So then I sort of compensated and then the whole thing just looked like hideously awkward and I was like well it's live. What can you do? <laughs> and then Christian so loved. Christian lucky. was like, I'll like, show you what we could do. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> oh, I missed this. Listen, I need to see it. <laughs> like, I, like the, the eagle eyes of this one was just yeah. like, you're like, oh, that, that's chippable. No, you know someone's watching, though, when they catch something like that. Absolutely. And I think that's that's what we offer. But I think back yes. to the league. We're like, <laughs> we're much. watching you. Any yeah. little silly thing you do, oh, we need you. we're going to put a magnifying glass on it. Trust yeah. me. We have a skill. <laughs> we're not sure if it's necessary. Listen, that's the skill we provide. Keeps us keeps us honest, yeah. you know. It. If you can't laugh at yourself, yeah, I who mean, can you laugh at? It wasn't. A, a huge it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. I still <laughs> can't wait to watch it. <laughs> oh, as soon as the, as soon as the mics are off, we'll show you. But you've also now you you're on extra time. Yep. Which is different for a lot of people because they have like this like group of like interchanging four or five folks. Yeah. And now it's like all different. You're on all Thursday episodes? Thursday episodes, yeah. So that's, that's gonna be my jam. And you know, it's a little bit intimidating walking into the the extra time meetings because these are guys that have been doing this for, for years. Yeah, and for it's years. and it's a very, you know, they're a very tight knit group. And, you know, let's be honest, they love to just nerd out yeah. on MLS, <laughs> like big time. And I'm going to say this, it needed some female energy. Well, I mean, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. So that's when when they approached me about coming on the show, I was I like... Obviously, I, they were nervous than I used to talking to girls. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, 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 you know, I'm a pretty... By the way, that is I'm not a even good. a joke. If you've ever heard the show, I don't even think they know what a woman looks like. If you ask them to draw it, one of them would draw with like, with like you know, a, a, a Star Trek logo. First, and then build out from there. You know? Oh, man. Have you guys like been hiding in the studio at 11 o'clock at night when we're... You're like, you're like Matt, you just drew a cat with a bikini on. Oh. Why are you drawing seven of nine? Yeah. I, I, this is the thing. You're not far off. Yeah. So, so I, this was, I definitely felt there was a need uh, for, sure. for a female voice, but it's also really cool because, um, you know, Jill will attest to this. We so often are the ones asking the questions. And, yeah. and for me, 
this was such a cool opportunity to actually be a talking head and and serve as an analyst because let's be honest I have watched a ton of soccer yes. in the last and four you have years something to say and about I do it. have yeah. something to say so to to be given a platform to give opinions and and it's give great. some analysis I think is a it's a really cool thing and I'm super grateful to those guys for kind of letting me in their club we did our first episode last week it was so much fun and I was a little bit nervous I'm like am I gonna be able to hold my own with these guys and then yeah, I got in did. there and I was like I got this not only did you hold your own I'll give you a compliment for the first time in extra time history someone didn't just meander around the point you <laughs> you were asked the question oh boy, and then I heard you today. answer and I was like wait a minute this isn't gonna take 12 minutes of arguing <laughs> We're asking rhetorical questions. <laughs> I mean, does Susanna just answered it? Well, gosh, that is, I mean, that is the bane of our existence. Like, we ask the questions and we're like, will you get to the point, yeah. please? So You're now, the mic just like, now that much it's longer. Now that the situation <laughs> yeah, yeah. has been flipped, I'm like, I, oh, I will give you my direct answer. Yeah, like, I've I'm been ready. waiting a long time for that. I have. <laughs> and I know what it's like when someone has a really long answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 100%. But those guys are great. They're honestly. great. They're a lot they're of fun best. and they're so nice to us. And they can make fun of themselves. And the, totally. They have a good really? time, and their wealth of knowledge is definitely something that I know helped me when I first started. I oh, I listen. Susan yeah, I listen to their way. podcast. I mean that that's yeah. that's yes. how I ingest a ton of my my MLS knowledge. Takes up the whole ride to JFK, pretty much. Literally, yeah. does. not anymore. Now it's just an hour, though. I'm actually Literally. not used to hearing the word uh, you know soccer analyst and wealth in the same sentence. We're getting there. So, <laughs> and Jillian, you've got so many other things going on. You're so. Last year, you joined Atlanta United. Yes. And so far this year, it has not started out the same way. You are, you're the starting striker. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Replacing Al Marone. Yeah, you're also Jillian the key Sabbath. player, so yeah, yeah, you've yeah. got a lot to do now. <laughs> Me, pity, like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so a second year back, and we start for week three. We'll start for their St. Patrick's Day game this weekend, uh, and I'm really looking forward to it. And it's going to be really exciting, and I think we're going to get that first win. You think so? I am pretty positive. <laughs> you better hope so. So <laughs> let's at least talk about. Yeah. Um, I, I know you've been watching the the Champions League games, and those uh, that, yeah. that first Champions League game was obviously uh, kind of a, sure. a shock to a lot of people. Yep. And then, uh, but they came back, they bounced back, they bounced yes. back. But then uh, uh, a loss uh, in the yes. next round. Uh, what has so th- th- it's been interesting because the season hadn't started yet, the MLS mm-hmm. season yet. Uh, you know, Atlanta United fans are just like, you know, after the first loss, it's like, all right, who's this coach? What are we doing? Uh, bring Tata back right now. Yeah. What's uh, up with this three four three? Yeah, people are getting yes, people are, are taking trying minds. to take the threes and the fours out of all, <laughs> everything. Yeah, they never want to hear about a three or four ever again. If it's three forty three and you see what time is it, they'll say it's two minutes to three forty five. I don't even want to say it. <laughs> so <laughs> what, what has been your response? Because especially sure. since the, the mm-hmm. draw against Cincinnati, uh, what has been uh, your response and your feeling to th- this this shock and uh, of, the, of the response from Atlanta United fans to Frank DeBoer? I think, and like, she's looking at me like, oh. Yeah, I wonder what you're going to say. What are you going to say? Because <laughs> this is the first time, really, we've ever had to defend the team. It was just nonstop flying soccer last year. And that's what Tata was brought in for, right? Like attractive, fast scoring soccer. And we are going to get there. And it was on Tuesday that, that Frank said, listen, I didn't mean spoiled, spoiled. And, and when you heard him say it in the post game press conference, you saw what he meant. He meant more like, Hey, you guys aren't really used to losing. He didn't mean you are spoiled brats who deserve to lose, (laughs) you know? So, and it, 
Also, I know my first few months in Atlanta, I was nervous. It's an intimidating fan base. It's an intimidating team. You're working with Dan and Kevin, the two best in the biz, (laughs) even though they never really intimidated me. Shouts to Dan. But he's in a brand new city, so he gets up there, and he just has to kind of say it in his second, third, fourth language. I don't know what it is with him with English. And you got to give the guy a break. It's a long MLS season. We're going to get there. Just have faith. And I think... We could be seeing things switched up, maybe not for CCL, but maybe at least for MLS this weekend. Yeah, that's uh, like that, that's the thing. Gauging how angry, you know, I think this is how other MLS fans they see uh, Atlanta United fans imploding, and they're like, "Yes, they're like this is beautiful, right?" Because they yeah. they they sort of felt it is March, people. <laughs> I know. I know. Don't you want to just sometimes scream yes. that? Also, they don't have the best Newcastle player on their team. The guy who's the best player on Newcastle right now is no longer on their squad. I think Tata would have had some struggles as well. Maybe not as bad. Maybe maybe would have had it been a little different, but he also would have had to make some changes And as give well. pity some time, too. Like, they're all figuring it out. They're going to get there, but it's a long MLS season. And, and I don't think in any way our Atlanta fans are spoiled. I think, though, that this is new, having a rough start, but they're also playing an insane amount of lost for nothing to Houston the first amount of games. Right. Exactly. And they had their struggles in season one. They still made the playoffs, which was amazing. But it is an MLS season like it. it, Anything can happen. Think about Seattle when they won. Worst team in the league in July. They get this guy, Nico Ladero at the Mm -hmm. time. They get rid of Ziggy Schmidt. Then they win MLS Cup. Like, you cannot take what's happening in March and think that it's going to mean anything around the playoffs. All right. There's a lot. So that's me sticking up for Frank, but also saying hey to my, hey to the fans out there. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, guys? We love you. Definitely not spoiled. (laughs) It's like, how high should the expectation be to do well in CCL? Because I think a lot of, I think MLS fans in general thought Atlanta United would probably have it's a hard. good old time. Can uh, I just say something about CCL? Go for it. It's always going to be so hard for MLS teams to succeed. It's a time in of this. year. It's a time of year. It's impossible. And as we were just talking about, a team like Atlanta who loses their head coach, who loses their best player, it's not magically going to come together. You don't just wave a wand and it's and you have the exact same product that you have last year. No. You also have been you have had an off season to deal with. You have guys getting back to fitness. These are teams, you know, think about like Liga MX. These guys have been playing together for they've yeah. got like weeks and weeks of soccer under their belt. It's just not for me. CCL has never been an even playing field for MLS teams. Yeah. And therefore exactly. it's it's for them to do what like to, what we saw Toronto do um, last getting to the, the final is it insane. Yeah. But then you also see sort of the repercussions of that for them in MLS. MLS. Mm-hmm. So it's almost, you know. I don't want to say it's a choice, but it's almost like you you sort of have to it's this fine line that I don't think anybody has really figured out how to balance yet. Yeah. And well, it's, it's a preseason it's tournament really difficult. For one of the teams. Yes, exactly. That's really tough. <laughs> and had they had their exact same team from last year with Tata, maybe all the pieces would be in sure. place to grind it out. Last week they had three games in seven days, which included a flight to and from Mexico. Yeah. So like cut them a little bit of a break. I think to Susanna's point, it is going to be a little bit of a choice. We'll see if they can kind of dig themselves out of the CCL yeah. hole in the second leg. Um, but all is not lost. Should I know Atlanta United, a big thing for them is doing well in champions league, but all is not lost. Should should this not work out how they want to? They've all had like two months together. Frank mm-hmm. got there in the middle of January and we yeah. are 
it's not even two months later. Everybody brings up the travel, and I have a res- I have a solution. Okay? Tell me. Because <laughs> when I was a kid, I traveled a lot, sometimes to South America, and here's what my mother would do, a little Benadryl my chocolate milk. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we would sleep. Okay? Might, I, might I also recommend a Delta <laughs> don't One? Tell them. A Delta One upgrade <laughs> where, the, where the seats turn into beds magically, yeah. and they give you a down blanket, and you can oh. just fall asleep like and a little headphones. baby. You just glorious. You just let him eat cake. Is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I said. Why can't we just like drug them so they sleep on the plane? It's like animals, really. <laughs> Not far off. Go to bed, PT. Yeah, yeah. Have this risotto. There's something crunchy in here. No, there isn't. <laughs> that is just risotto. I heard you guys talking about uh, sporting KC. Yes, we earlier, did. Yeah. and that's and that's. I th- I do think that if there is one team that I have faith in to. To get through uh, the quarterfinals is Sporting Kansas City. I think it was big for them to get the the goal on the road. And mm-hmm. um, I, I'm Peter Vermees is such a he's such a tactician. He's, he's so so smart. And I I have a lot of faith that they will be able to get a, a very favorable result. They're the one team that I really well, see. They seem like they're emerging. also built specifically to play some of these teams. Yes, they have. They have like toughness and a strength and speed at almost every level. Mm-hmm. So there's like not one position where I look at them and go, ah, even Nemeth, who I've always wondered, could he be a striker? He's thriving. He insane He's when thriving he in that system. Yeah. And and everybody got after Peter Vermees. Why didn't you go after the the number nine in the offseason? You need that big name DP striker. He's cultivating that in, in Kansas mm-hmm. City. Well, they yeah. got, uh, what, Gideon uh, Zalalem just, just uh, yeah. Zalalem. So he's Big Arsenal fan. I remember when I saw him in the preseason tournament. In Malaysia, he was just pinging balls. You, were, you traveled Walcott. to Malaysia? You went to Malaysia? I was there. Um, not, I wasn't allowed to go. I took Benadryl and then yeah. went to Malaysia. I went to listening. Malaysia. Turns out I took it too early, got on the wrong plane. Sounds like the plot yeah. to like Hangover 4. Yeah. I missed the vacation with my wife, but I got to see 16-year-old Gideon Zalalem. But I was just like amazed. I looked him up, and when I saw that he was American, I was like, I nearly fell off my computer. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Yay. So the fact that he's back had a bit of a struggle – how do you guys think he's going to do it? You guys know Peter Vermees a little bit better mm-hmm. than we do. Do you think he's going to get him going quickly? He's going to make him go through the system a bit. What do you think is going to happen next for someone like Jillian? Honestly, I think Peter Vermees can be a very intimidating guy. And I, you just like through, through different, uh, players past and, and present, you either respond well to him or you don't. Cause he puts a lot of pressure on his players. And so like for a guy like Christian Nemeth, he basically said like, here, this is your chance, man. Like you perform or right. it's yeah, not yeah. going to work out. And he has and he stepped up Look and risen to playoffs. the occasion. Yeah. So I think that he's not, he's more of like a tough love kind of kind of manager. He's not going to coddle you. So it totally depends on his willingness to sort of adhere to the, the Peter Vermees way of, of coaching. Jersey? I think he is. He yeah. Like so it. exactly. Like <laughs> yeah. once you know that about him, it all it just makes a ton of sense. I mean, but he he also does an incredible job of inspiring his guys. Players want to do well for him. Not so much out of fear, but maybe just a little yeah. bit you out of fear. That. I just want to like, I just want to hear dad say he loves me. <laughs> yeah. you know? It's that it's that <laughs> toughest teacher syndrome. Totally. You know, your toughest teacher was your favorite by the end of high school. Yep. Well, because you're always fighting for their, you know, validation or their not their for love. me. I hated my tough teachers. <laughs> Did you? Spent a lot of time crying at home, to be honest. You also so work, George. You want to get on Look at you student. now. 
now. Look at you now. My toughest teacher was the one who was like, I'm not going to call the cops this time. But one more time, Alexis. <laughs> uh, so, Jillian, you, uh, uh, we were talking about traveling. and mm-hmm. So you did um, uh, a couple pieces, and you were traveling to uh, internationally. Yeah. And I, and I, was, I follow you on Instagram, and I'm like, and, and I would see you were on all these different beaches playing soccer and talking to people. And I'm like, all right, what's she doing? Our life is I a little too, to too nice. <laughs> no, it was great. So we really pushed for it. The last few years, we've done Beyond the Stands. First year, we featured the supporters and like what they do when they are not in the stands, yeah. obviously. <laughs> yeah, it was um, like a Habitat for Humanity yeah, and stuff. It really, was really cool community stuff. outreach. Yeah. Building homes for homeless people, um, revamping foster care, uh, visitation centers, really cool stuff. Then the last two years, we've shifted it to the players. Um, and some players do really amazing stuff in the off season, but it is so hard to capture it because until now our off season was so short between yeah. MLS cup and preseason. There's like six weeks. Right. So by the time someone goes home and says hi to their family, celebrates a holiday, they don't have time. For exactly. Us. But we did get two really lovely guys who did have time for us. Albert Elise in Houston. Okay. That was in Honduras. And that was amazing. His dad drove us around for two days. He was basically our babysitter. And we saw everything that he did at the elementary school that he went to. That's awesome. These Mm -hmm. kids. So we're like, oh, they're donating a technology center. So I think something, you know, like this. It was just an empty room. And these kids hadn't had computers there since 2015. So you're talking about 10 and 12 year old kids who have literally said, I've never typed on a keyboard before. Wow. And then you want them to graduate and get a job, but they need to know how to use a computer. So Albert but said, they like, mainly have just like iPad twos. And the, no, yeah. no iPads. Those no ones iPads. with like those big cushion cartoon things <laughs> no. around them. Believe it or not, no iPads okay, around, okay, okay. around those parts either. Um, but what was cool about Albert, it's like he went back there and he just brought a truck of computers, a printer, projector, all that Beautiful. stuff. And so then cool. after the new year, Jonathan Mensa of Columbus let us crash his honeymoon Whoa. in his native country of Ghana. He gets wow. married, and I say, oh, so this is like the week we can come. And he's like, no problem. And I'm like, then I kind of get to digging. You know, I'm like, hey, didn't you get married this weekend? And he was like, yeah, but there's no better way to celebrate. And his wife's like, it's true. And I'm like, are you guys saints? Yeah. <laughs> if my wife said that during our honeymoon, her the teeth would have been emergence. perfectly tight together. Like, yeah, it's true. <laughs> and those are all um, Jonathan's will be coming out at the end of the month. And then Albert's will be coming out a few weeks. And later. you're coming on this week in MLS to yes. promote yes, the yes. Jonathan Mensa episode, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep, be on in a couple weeks. So all right. yes. I did a little bit of that. I'll keep doing those features for MLS, um, filling in on the studio and on the road. When I don't have an Atlanta United, game. I'm curious. That's what, my year. What was your experience uh, like being uh, like specifically Honduras? What was that uh, like for you? I don't. I, I don't think you speak Spanish, unless I'm wrong. Have you ever been to Honduras before? No, I've never been to Central America before. Um, I speak enough Spanish to get by, mm-hmm. but definitely not to translate for Tata Martino okay. or, or <laughs> talk soccer. Yeah. Uh, so. But we brought in a fantastic translator with us from Houston's PR team, this girl, Maricela, who was great. And she was wonderful. Um, But it is a country that's going through a lot with the caravan was going on at that time and everything like that. So we I was a little nervous to go because you hear about all of it. And then as soon as I got off the airport and I saw Albert and his big smiley dad and he just looks at me and he goes it's not dangerous here and I'm like was that written on my yeah. somehow <laughs> or yeah. maybe they see what we see in the news yeah. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, going to a country where well you were ducking and rolling behind cars <laughs> as you were getting to them <laughs> but it was so amazing to go into these um, 
like these schools that really have nothing, these neighborhoods that really have nothing. And the reception that we got from the people was fantastic. And I would go back in a heartbeat. It was so that's great. It was, it was such a lovely place with such nice people. Yeah, People awesome. make the joke about, you know, MLS salaries and you don't realize how much some of this money means to where they're coming from. Oh my gosh. And I've heard that in the past that yes, uh, we have motivated athletes, but for some of these guys that are changing their family's life, they're buying their family a vacation home and an apartment in a nice part of the city, and they are changing the school that they went yeah. to, they're a little bit more motivated because of what they can do with that sure. with that salary that we might say, oh, it's not enough at times, but for some people, it's everything. Yeah, I mean, even when I think of like my parents, and my mom still sends money back to my family in Dominican Republic because that, that it's basically what they survive on, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know why my mom didn't get an MLS contract, but dude, she can go for duels, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For aerial battle. She'll two foot you. I know that. <laughs> but it is. Yeah, I think that it's a, it's a good point to highlight where it, it, it's more than um, just uh, another athlete mm-hmm. uh, playing a game. It's like uh, or even an American athlete playing a game doesn't they don't have the, the, that same sense of like. Uh, responsibility and urgency for the people back home. Albert, um, Jonathan, they are like directly, and it's not like money that they put towards starting a foundation. Then they ask for donations. Like their charities are not there yet. This is their paycheck that they are helping their own families out with, but then also like dozens, if not hundreds of kids with their own money. Well, I love this. I love it so much too, because these are stories that we wouldn't hear, you know? And I think that to be able to shine a light on some of the incredible things that these guys are doing, it makes me cheer for them more. Mm-hmm. as players. And I think, especially as we think about like growing our fan base and yeah. what we can do to attract more fans, it's telling these stories and showing that, you know, these are, this matters yeah. to these guys. And I, th- I just think it's really cool that Jill has sort of championed this, uh, this series and, and it's has not done just really well with it. It's not just me. I had the idea, but obviously flying to Africa and places like that are very expensive <laughs> endeavors. So it's all props really to the sponsor Wells Fargo and to MLS for being like, go. Cause in, in this day and age, which budget cuts everywhere, you, it's hard to find a place that will get behind a project yeah. like this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I said a plug too. You just out here <laughs> plugging your sponsor on our <laughs> no, show. I, no, but because even, I love that. I, I, you can see Landon Donovan with a, with a scarf that says my, my other team is Ghana. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. They had Gracias, me sold. Wells yeah. Fargo. Uh, it's, it's so cool to see. Cause like, honestly, if I, played on MLS and you wanted to follow me, it would be me handing out headshots at the high school I went to. <laughs> like, you're welcome for going to your school and making your school worth something. No, that's Kaylin Carr. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> you can, have, you, have you heard of the movement? Yeah. <laughs> Kaylin Carr's have like, I'm going to. heard of the yeah. movement? Kids, stay I'm right kidding, there. I'm going to walk Kaylin. to you in 120 frames per second. <laughs> but no, that, I, I was doing uh, another comedian's podcast. Uh, it's got Alex Barnett, great dude. He's uh, He was asking me about. Uh, the podcast and soccer and, and like in the comedy world, other comedians are like, yo, what are you guys doing? It seems like a lot seems to be going on. And I, and I find that the thing that is at least inspiring or, or motiv- motivating for me is that it does feel that the connection that I build, uh, we were just talking about supporters groups and yeah. talking about, you meet all these people, you meet all these people that are so committed to the sport and, uh, and, and committed to that, that, that growing the soccer in their community. Mm-hmm. And it's like that in itself is like, feels like, Oh, I now I want to help in any way I can. I want to shine. Yeah. They deserve the light that like so rarely, like some of these people get, you know, yeah. so a lot of these people are doing stories we're going to have coming up this year. You'll see a lot of people are volunteering their time and like they deserve a spotlight and 
I'm happy we're able to give it to them. And where, so, so where, how do we feel about uh, the next couple of years, the, the five-year plan of Major League Soccer, right? You guys are uh, been with the league a while, uh, a couple new teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. You have to answer for the league now. <laughs> yes. I'll let Susanna start that. Uh, David Beckham statue that you got to interview. Oh, uh, heck yes. In, <laughs> in yes you got to interview the statue that's so dumb. I mean, <laughs> better than the real thing, to be honest, right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe more personality. I'm I kidding. think the statue has a deeper voice. <laughs> the one time, the one time I actually did interview David Beckham was at the Miami announcement last yeah. year, and I kid you not, I don't remember a word that came out of my mouth because I was just so mesmerized. You by don't remember when you yelled, "I love you." <laughs> I could have said anything, and like I would, because I truly think I blacked out. I did see him I once, and I out. yelled out, yeah. "Call me Smash Spice." <laughs> I just want to be with you. What he said? He winked. Uh, of course, he did. Yeah. Honestly. And so the fact that these new teams, Cincinnati's here, Nashville's coming, Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, what What do you see as the the, the future of, of Major League Soccer or just soccer in, in the sport? If you can give some kind of synopsis, soccer is everywhere. <laughs> it's growing. No, it is. I mean, it's it's really, really exciting. And the, the coolest thing for me is having been to uh, the announcement in Cincinnati, the announcement in Nashville. Like these are these are two cities that already have a crazy fan base yeah. in place. I mean, it's already there. And so the soccer culture is only going to grow. Um, I The announcement of new teams always feels like, uh, you know, a, a gender reveal. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, they're always exciting. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. And there's so much there's so much energy behind it and what's really cool is that um you know nashville is a it's a great sports town yeah and they are they are very passionate we've seen all the success that the the preds have had the titans like people really rally around their sports teams and so i think it's going to be exactly the same in nashville i love that it's going to be in that part of the country um and i'm going to throw cincinnati in there as well because Mm -hmm. i think like what's going to happen is it's going to create these really kind of cool rivalries that with atlanta and and miami and Florida and that sort of like Southwest region. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's going to, it's only good for the game. It's only going to get more eyes on it. Um, and that's a region in particular where, you know, the, at the collegiate level, it's been super successful, but they haven't had really, you know, yeah. the professional teams Not to cheer for. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's going to, I think it's going to kind of put a lot of eyeballs, a lot of those like sec country and like the college football right. people are going to be like, Oh, the soccer thing's pretty cool. Yeah, Let's of, like, hop on board. Tide, I'll be like, Oh, Nash. I'm <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's it's a that's been one of the neat things because uh this is gonna be my fourth my fourth season yeah. with the with the league and wow. so in that time you know i've been You're a senior at, i've been <laughs> basically but i've been at pretty much every expansion announcement that we've done in that time and so the more eyes on the sport the better and i've only seen i mean our numbers like viewership is up every year it's really yeah. it's really exciting yeah. and you kind of you know in like a very small sort of insignificant way it's like oh i feel like i'm kind of part of something Thing. Well, I'm part of a, a movement. Sorry, Kaylin Carr, I just stole your. <laughs> but I, your did word. Wanna, I, I just add, and maybe you can add, mm-hmm. add to the, the answer you're about to give uh, about you guys. I feel like you guys are now more, and maybe this is a sign of the popularity of the sport and the league. That I feel like you guys are becoming these celebrities, especially maybe regional, maybe more uh, like. Does I, it feel that way to you? <laughs> well, uh, Delta One, <laughs> yeah. But I just see Jillian and being in Atlanta. Sure, I'm we're sure, still on Southwest sure. 83. That's how. <laughs> but if you just the other day, I got stopped going into the MLS party. They're like, "Who, who are you?" And I was like, <laughs> "That's a 
good sign. And though. I was like, uh, you're somebody. And right? I got nervous for a second. I was like, can <laughs> I, do I belong here? You had an existential like, crisis. I stepped at the door. <laughs> so Who I got, am I? No, but to, to your point, to Susanna's point about soccer in the southeast. I, <laughs> She's surprised so I said it. <laughs> um, when I first started, it was Decision Day 2015. Uh, Timbers were on the bubble of making the postseason. They go on to win MLS Cup that year. So I was spoiled, not to use the word, but I was, with what MLS and soccer was. I was like, I started at Providence Park. And then yeah. the next day, I went up to Seattle, had a game there. And then it was Vancouver, Portland. The like, Mecca. Yeah, so I got that taste of the Pacific Northwest. So I think building up our regions, like Susanna was talking about, now soccer in the southeast. And they were going to have these little rivalries with Atlanta, Nashville, Orlando, that stuff. It's only going to make the sport grow and grow and grow because it it gives the people something that they already have to just cheer on for mm-hmm. more. Right. And it's really exciting. And I think our five-year plan makes me hope that I am here for another five years. Yeah. All right. Nashville's a lot like Atlanta too, where it's like a very transplant city right now. They have, I think they said it's 20,000 people a month that are mm-hmm. moving to Nashville. No one's from, I shouldn't say that. Not no one's from Atlanta in Atlanta. You got some people that are diehards born and raised, but you get so many people that are new there and they're just looking for something to be a part of. And that, that's what Atlanta United was for. Yeah. So hopefully Nashville. Atlanta United. SC is that. But so I had two. Although, you know, they're a good fan base because they still love the team, even though they have that terrible, terrible badge. Oh, God. Wow. All right. Yeah. He, Not oh, a fan. Alexis though? is no. very into aesthetics. Oh no! And I, yes. <laughs> I am too. I'm, I, I'm not as like obsessed with it. I'm, it's fine. To I me. just I think I, I actually I actually didn't mind the one that they had previously. It was, like it was the, the guitar strings. Like yeah. I thought it just like fit. You know, Music City, all of that. This, this one looks one, like if you press it, like it'll tell you the best CrossFit <laughs> gyms to go. You know, <laughs> which also isn't such a bad thing. <laughs> so, uh, so I had uh, two other things I want to ask before we wrap up. Yes. The uh, so last year, I believe this happened after you were on the show, you, but you had done uh, uh, all uh, female panel about yeah. soccer, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great, and that was awesome. Thank you. So I wanted to ask about that and what uh, that uh, sort of meant for you, Ugh. and also uh, maybe we can also talk about the lawsuit with the U.S. Women's National Team uh, against U- U.S. Soccer, and just uh, thoughts on that as well. Um, yeah, so the the Women in Soccer Roundtable was a, a labor of love. It was something that I had tried to get off the table the year before. For so long. We got close and then kind of ran out of time. And honestly, we were very specific about the people that we wanted to get on the panel. So we were finally able to bring everybody together. Yael, and uh, Yael, Yael Averbush uh, was on, was on uh, Katie Witham, Vera, Vera from uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. And um, no, Danielle was not, but uh, Kay Rollins from Orlando. Oh, my bad. Who tweeted at us? Kay Rollins. She was great. And Kay, Kay is a gem. <laughs> a I course. mean, and just honestly, like a table of rock star ladies that were there. And it was so such a gratifying experience to hear about, you know, these are, these are women that I respect in, you know, they're, they're all doing very different things, but so passionate about soccer and so passionate about growing the game and just kind of the solidarity of, you know, we, we exist in a very male dominated world and the fact that all of us are kind of thriving and have gotten to a certain place um, and sharing those experiences and the challenges that we've had to face, it, it's so it's so inspiring and it continues to be inspiring. And the, the part that really, I mean, I get like choked up when I think about it, our dear friend, Katie Witham, uh, who just had a, her first baby. That's great. Talking and about back on the sidelines, she's this back weekend. on the sidelines this weekend, Congrats. only a two week break for her. But wow. she talked Rockstar. about, she 
talked about her, the decision to, to tell her bosses that she was pregnant and how hard that was and how she was really terrified to tell people at Fox that she was pregnant because she was afraid it was going, and it's 2018. And it, but I, the fact that she was willing to go on camera and talk about that, those fears, I think opening up the door to that conversation is so important because a lot of, I mean, the men that I've talked to about that conversation, they're like, Oh my gosh. You know, it's just, it's very eye opening, And so I think that the more that we can, we can talk about these Mm -hmm. things and these issues that we face the better. And so it was just such a, it was such a lovely day. We all kind of walked away from that feeling so inspired by each other and wanting to talk about it more. It was like, I feel like we just scratched the surface of what we want to talk about. So I'm hopeful that we're going to do more of those um, and just kind of like continue to, to open people's eyes. And I have to say, Susanna says, Oh, we had a rock star panel. This was a rock star facilitator because just the way that you handled them and the questions you dove into, it wasn't all about just being women. It was also celebrating just their awesome success. Yeah. You you did such a good job. Thank you, Jill. I think think the toughest part of any time you do something like that is the balance between, um, aren't we great for having done what we've done or, because of we're women or we're just all really good at what we do. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we're women is this other sort of filter. And not being apologetic about yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's why I love what you were able to do to back up, back up what Jillian Zagovich just said. What you were able to do is say, no, we're going to have a conversation with successful people. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the fact that we also had to be women while getting there. Oh, thank you. Know what you. I, mean? I, me, have I think <laughs> what I love, what I love about that is, you know, I was raised by women, um, married woman. And I, sometimes I hear conversations my entire life and I'm like, why is that a problem? Just go do what you want. I, it's hard for me to sort of understand sure. because mm-hmm. I just go do whatever I want. You hear me? I say whatever I want. I do whatever I want. It's worked out sometimes. It's you worked know? out for you guys pretty well doing whatever you want. But like, I think it's sometimes like, you know, when I, we, we met a female soccer player when we were doing a commercial mm-hmm. and we were like, dude, why'd you quit? Why'd you become a comedian? And she's like, I was making 50 bucks a week in Mexico yeah. with a family. Mm-hmm. And I've heard, I'm like, why is no one talking about that? And you give the idea to someone who's like, look, here's your playing career. If it doesn't work out, mm-hmm. some people are like, man, maybe I'll go into marketing. Maybe I'll go do this. Why don't you go become an executive? Get in the front office. Yeah. Go do these other things. That Go become a silent reporter. Oh, we don't get those jobs. Nah, you go get that job. Yeah. Go ahead and do what you want. And to me, watching that video was like, all right, look, these are people who are just like, nah, I'm going to go do what I'm supposed to go do. Yep. I'm not going to let somebody tell me what and to do. And you know that there's uh, young girls watching yes. seeing that, and they're like, at least uh, somebody's going to be inspired. And, and that's, that's what you hope for. That's That That was one of the most gratifying parts of it, too, was yeah. was hearing from you know people on Twitter reaching out or on Instagram, young girls who are in high school or college and and saying thank you for, for opening the doors to those conversations. Like, it was that... It was just meant so, so much to me. It's like a little different for us because we had Allie Krieger on the show. Yeah. Uh, a couple Ooh, of weeks she ago. She is awesome. Yes. The greatest. The greatest. <laughs> Funniest interview uh, we've ever really had. Really funny. She was awesome. She and, is the best. I and, love her. I have such a girl crush on her. When we, talk, when we <laughs> talked about having her, uh, the, we it, it interviewed her, and then we were going to put out the interview a couple weeks later. Yeah. We had young girls tweeting at us like, hey, when are you going to put this damn Allie Krieger interview uh-huh. out? <laughs> They're like keeping you guys honest. Like, why aren't you editing yeah, this? Yeah. Yes. Where's Allie? We want Allie. Interviews we're trying to do one a week, and we're like, fine, we'll move it up. We've never had teenage girls tweet Don't us. Don't mess with it's teenage really intimidating. girls. Don't mess. And all their all their AVIs are like them two footing somebody. I'm like, I don't want to mess with any of these defenders. <laughs> so, That's amazing. So, uh, so with that said, uh, so the the lawsuit, which is obviously happened very recently, but I think it, it at least raises the point about uh, about equal pay. About the the I think this is another kind of uh, turning point for uh, for women's sports and maybe women's soccer. In general, the, uh, the the women's national team, uh, they, I, I think 
it, it's gone to uh, to court. They they went that far so that they could get all the information, right? Because all we ever hear is the 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 ratings are not as good, or they, sure. the, the, mm-hmm. it doesn't bring in as much revenue. They but, don't bring in as much money as as the men. It was right. The yeah, and it's not as other. It, apparently, I guess it's not as transparent as as that. It's like we can't just believe that without actually seeing the sort of evidence in front of sure. us. But as far as the 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 case being brought, who knows if it actually goes to trial? Mm-hmm. But the the fact that the case happening, what do you think? Uh, and all the women do? banded together and put yeah, their yeah. names on it. That's really big. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you think it will do for uh, for the sport and and for women's sports going forward? I mean, I, I this is a question that I asked Yael actually during yeah. uh, our women's roundtable, and you know, <laughs> we all we. You just want your fair share. You know, you just you just want to be seen um, as as equals. And so I I mean, I will always stand with women. I will always fight for equality in in every sense. And so I don't they are certainly absolutely in the right to to bring this case up. Um, I, I, I wish I could like read through all the legal jargon and yeah, actually yeah. understand it because as you say, like I'm like, I will get some of this sister. stuff. We were talking about yeah, it exactly. the other night when we were out. I mean, it's very, very complicated Attorney stuff. But she a lawyer? Okay. Yes, I'm just, you're picking yeah. up your sister on her podcast? <laughs> she's a good reader. You know what I mean? She listens but, to a lot of true crime podcasts. Yeah. So yeah. She, I, she watches First 48 every night. So but I'd be my, like, she's my Because we were just all talking about it the three of us because we were out. And my love for the the U.S. women's national team is so high. You know, yeah. like I want them to do well. I want them to go to Paris this year. Just kick serious ass. But like, I can I say ass on this story? Oh, okay, good. <laughs> that um, might be the lightest thing okay, we said. Good. You just never know. Yeah. But I think as as women, you're always a win for them is a win for all of us. Yeah. And so right. that's kind of how I feel about if it. If it starts at the top with something like names and people like yeah. this, like just in walking here, there's that huge billboard of the two of them, that huge Nike billboard yeah. Yeah. with the women's national team. If it starts with people like that, then it helps validate feelings that we might have at times mm-hmm. with our own battles and our own struggles. And Hey, that this is the U S so that's the beauty of our legal system that they have the right to bring this forth yep. and for the information to be out there and then the professionals will be the ones to make the final decision, but it's, it's their right. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I'm uh, generally excited to see how this uh, pans out and what, what we learn. Yes. Cause uh, when we were talking to Ali Krieger, we were talking to Yael, uh, the, a, a big topic that comes up, especially for uh, female athletes is, especially if they're successful, that not, it's not only about being good at soccer, but it's also like sponsorship, looking yes. good, yeah. having to have all these other pressures. You got to be an Instagram model as well. If you want to make money, it's like, there's so many different layers. And I like that. Through. This is just about, you know, the work, the work. And, and soccer, the product on the field. Exactly. Yeah. And so I and think it's been darn good. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And we referenced this before, but Carly Lloyd from Jersey was asked, do you think you should be paid as much? And she's like, hell yeah, we win more. Like, <laughs> to paraphrase it, but I'm like, yeah. ah, ah, Carly Lloyd, <laughs> get it. Uh, yes, obviously. Uh, yeah, she's so, like, yeah, duh. Uh, all right. So I think we'll, we'll wrap there and we'll see where, uh, we'll see where it goes. And then, and maybe we'll do, we'll do this again next year. We'll just have brunch at least once a year. Maybe all. I love this. Next yeah, year great. we have to get, then the following year you guys get. <laughs> okay. Like this I love it. Where could, where could the fans follow you guys? 
Um, you can follow us on our social media channels. I'm Susanna <laughs> Collins on Instagram and Twitter. And yeah. Jillian Sakovitz at Instagram and Twitter. And go to easy. MLSsoccer.com for all your wonderful MLS-related content. Jill and I are featured quite heavily. That's it's a right. great thing. On Thursdays <laughs> on Extra Time, look at all the Atlanta United stuff that Jillian's going to be putting out. This was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I, we usually wrap the show. Uh, you've seen usually the end of the show. We yell cooligans at the screen. Yep. Uh, so uh, we will do that. So for Jillian Sakovitz, for Susanna Collins, my name is Christian Polanco. And I'm Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? The Cooligans!